0: Welcome to Paradigm Shift, the podcast about the intersection of business and law. By changing yourself, you can change your business. Now, here's your host, Christina Martini. Welcome to Paradigm Shift. My name is Christina Martini, and I am your host as we explore the intersection of business and law. In today's episode... We will explore innovation in the law and business. What exactly does innovation mean, particularly in the context of the legal profession? We will also talk about what it means in the context of creating and sustaining client relationships. We always talk about innovation in the context of technology and artificial intelligence. But what else does this topic encompass? Dictionary.com defines innovation as something new or different introduced. While this term could apply to countless circumstances, there is no doubt a stigma to this word. We most often discuss innovation solely in the context of the scientific, technological, and medical pioneers who are responsible for changing the face of the world as we know it in some monumental way. The unfortunate consequence of this thinking is that in emphasizing the value and importance of the discoveries of those engineers, scientists, and researchers, we inevitably stifle discussion about the need and desire for innovation among the rest of us. We must recognize that innovation can take countless forms and means so much more than just the latest technological breakthrough or promising cure for disease. This is particularly true as we strive for ways to stay ahead of numerous foreign nations which continuously evolve at a very rapid pace. What matters most is fostering progress, thereby leaving the world a better place than it was before the innovation. In the legal profession's new normal, it is incumbent upon us to think about what innovation means not only to our clients but to us as lawyers as well since our clients existence is so dependent upon their ability to evolve and progress in their respective businesses and in their lives we cannot possibly serve their best interests if we as their trusted advisors are standing still so what does innovation mean in the context of practicing law in many ways it means whatever we want it to mean there are a number of ways to answer that question depending on a number of different factors, including the individual or organization offering the legal services, the recipient of those services, and the general context in which the legal services are being offered. The possibilities are endless. Offering our legal services in a more streamlined, cost-effective way, creating a new law firm or practice group, Developing a more sophisticated strategy for servicing our clients that considers a creative amalgam of legal, business, and economic factors. Inventing a new type of service for our clients or a way of tailoring our existing services to new clients or enlisting new and different resources and developing a hybrid approach to the delivery of legal services. Being innovative can also mean offering legal services in a better, improved way – more streamlined, more cost-effective, and more value-based than previously. For some, innovation maximizes both the quantity and quality of the legal services being offered, while at the same time minimizing the effort and expenditure of resources associated with those offerings. Innovation can also mean that problem-solving takes into account a myriad of other considerations beyond just the legal issues and includes such things as business, economic, and moral factors. Innovation can also mean doing that which has never been done before. Sometimes this means doing something others have thought of but have been unable to implement. And other times, it means accomplishing something that others have not even thought of. Regardless of the context, innovation means progress, growth, and creativity. Whatever it is, we need to take the time to think about ourselves and our circumstances, including our practice, our client base, and its needs, our strengths, weaknesses, short and long-term professional and personal goals, as well as what we hope to accomplish. Once we gain some clarity around these issues, it becomes much easier to develop our own path for innovation. So what are some misconceptions and myths about innovation? As Stephen Johnson writes in his book, Where Good Ideas Come From, A History of Innovation, there are a bunch of them. For example, contrary to popular belief, The vast majority of innovation is not the result of a singular aha moment providing an instantaneous, brilliant leap of logic or sudden clarity on an incredibly complex idea or concept. Innovation is often a long process, sometimes years in the making before it comes to fruition, and usually involves brainstorming and collaborating with others before the significant breakthrough is made. Often, innovation is not the result of the experiment going right, but actually attempts at discovery going horribly wrong. Moreover, those epiphanies which do occur are not while in the throes of thinking intently about an issue or poring over some experimental data, but while doing something else entirely, like exercising, lying on a beach, reading a good book, or daydreaming. It is often in the process of stepping away from the task at hand that the most meaningful connecting of the dots occurs. One cannot underestimate the importance of serendipity in all of this, one of life's greatest gifts when all else fails. Johnson's points are extraordinarily relevant to us lawyers. Each of us needs to create a space for the innovation process in our lives. Just as the technology companies of today promote their employees' creativity by providing time and resources for them to tap into the treasure trove within themselves, we likewise need to provide our minds with the space to think differently. If we are striving to accomplish something of great value and purpose, we need to be patient and allow the creative process to gently unfold both within and around us. We need to recognize that we are often at our most creative when we stop inputting stimuli and instead give our minds the ability to take what we already know and to assimilate and reconfigure it. Sometimes we just need to take a step back and think about what we are doing, why we are doing it, and whether there is a better way. We often have exactly what we need right in front of us, and we just need to be aware enough to see it. Being innovative also helps ensure that we are growing, maturing, progressing, and staying relevant as an attorney and as an individual. It helps set us apart from others. Both as a profession and a society, we are encountering new and unique issues now more than ever before, which means that lawyers need to be able to adapt and approach problem solving with a fresh creative perspective. Being innovative also gives us an edge with respect to client service and business development. By taking unique, effective approaches and following the proverbial roads less traveled, clients will view us as an invaluable part of their team and as a significant value add. This is particularly true when we can help them frame their issues in unique ways and when we lead them to discover needs that they didn't even know they had. There's a Steve Jobs quote which sums this up nicely. When asked whether he conducted market research for a particular product, Jobs responded, no, because customers don't know what they want until we've shown them. That is the ultimate success in innovation. As a profession, we also need to stop underestimating the power of collaboration, which is inextricably linked to innovation. Johnson discusses how most scientific discovery does not occur while a scientist is conducting experiments on her own, but while laboratory findings and hunches are being evaluated and dissected by a group. This phenomenon provides a provocative metaphor for the rest of us. It demonstrates that whether we are solving a legal issue for an existing client or developing a pitch for a potential new client, We can accomplish much more if we collaborate with others by both seeking their advice and input and providing them with the benefit of our thoughts and experience. We also need to stop living our lives from a place of always needing to be right. In the quest to be perfect, we stifle our tolerance for and willingness to take risks. Innovation cannot occur in an environment where the status quo of rightness, trumps the desire to grow and the willingness to get it wrong along the way. Striving for perfection in our delivery of legal services does not mean that we can never venture outside the box for our clients in the name of doing a better job for them. Perhaps we should all bring a little more of the scientific method to our client relationships. So how do we encourage our firms and companies to think outside the box? Clients not only want innovation, they expect it of their outside counsel, and innovation is one of the ways they differentiate their service providers from each other. It is a critical part of staying competitive, both on an individual and collective basis. Organizations looking to stay at the top of their game should think of ways to incentivize innovative and creative efforts and behavior, especially when it drives desired results meetings conferences and workshops on creative problem solving and client service will help engage members of an organization to think more along these lines the question then becomes how one can go about implementing these new ideas which may include process changes and almost as a necessity or byproduct also changing the culture of our firm or company to effectuate change, to successfully implement our outside-the-box thinking, we must have a good understanding of our organization's culture as it is, as well as the ways that various leaders within our organization think. This will enable us to approach the right people, in the right order and in the right way, to speak so that they can hear us, so that they will jump on board and work with us to implement our innovations. Moving individuals is one thing. Moving an entire organization is quite another, and we have to be able to first build a team of leaders who are on board with our innovations, and then motivate the team to help spread the ideas and the change throughout. It may take time and perseverance, but it can ultimately be rewarding, and in the process will likely lead to further innovation. And on a more personal level, thinking outside the box keeps us more mentally engaged and pushes us to learn, grow, and stretch beyond our limits. This generates excitement about our career and will make it more fulfilling and rewarding for all of us in the long run. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Paradigm Shift. We hope that you've enjoyed our initial discussion on innovation. In the coming weeks and months, we will continue to explore this important topic. We hope that you will join us for next week's show. I am your host, Christina Martini. Please look for our weekly episodes every Tuesday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Please visit us at www.paradigmshiftshow.com. We would love to hear from you. Please look for new episodes of Paradigm Shift every Tuesday.